We have reached the halfway point of the playoffs and just three weeks away from AT&T Stadium. Hello, everyone. Ryan Fox here, joined alongside Kenny Heath, and thank you for tuning in to episode 15 of the Central Texas Football Podcast. We will be covering the regional semifinals round of Texas high school football across the state. And first off, Kenny, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Uh, yeah, like you said, episode 15, we're halfway through the playoffs, and our our little Central Texas field of teams is starting to shrink a little bit, but we still got some teams in there and plenty to talk about. Yeah, let's well, yeah, let's let's take a look back at last week first. We lost uh, quite a bit of big names. We lost uh, Axtell. We lost Marlin last week. Uh, we lost Whitney as well. Just and then, you know, we uh, Wakefield Connolly Connolly kind of a surprise move there. Uh, I thought they were going to win, but you know. Marlin got taken out by Teller, which we kind of mm-hmm. figured that was going to happen. Uh, Teller is, man, this, if Teller and Crawford, which I'm pretty sure they will, I hate to jinx them because I've been wrong so much this year. <laughs> that regional final right there, dude, is, uh, and I'm going to try to, I, I think I, my schedule is clear, and, I, and surely that will be somewhere close to here. I'm, I'm going to go watch that one. That might be, if I'm free as well, don't have any obligations at ESPN, then that might be the first CTFP road trip yeah. ever. That'd be awesome because I'd be right there with you going to that one. But yeah. Stephenville got knocked off. Uh, yeah, by Rogers Anna. got knocked off. So, man, it's kind of shrinking, but Glen Rose rolled, China Spring rolled, you know, uh, University, man, they're se- unfortunately their season's over, but what a heck of a season, but they just kind of ran into a bus all there. Yeah, Fort, Fort Ben Marshall is unbelievable. The, Leaps and bounds the best teams they've played all year. Not even close. They have an unbelievable defense. And they're just their rushing attack. They used three three different running backs for Marshall. Had over 100 yards rushing. It was just dominance from the beginning. But, uh, again, that shouldn't take any anything away from Coach Kent Laster's squad there. They went from 0-10 to the second round of the playoffs. That's a great turnaround. And, look, they got a lot of guys coming back, too. Starting quarterbacks coming back. Their leading tackle on defense is coming back. Have a lot of a lot of returners on the defensive side of the ball, especially now they'll have to replace Mackay Sandoff, and that's a tall order for sure. Yeah, but this sophomore Ladarius Evans got some great touches this year. He he stepped up whenever he needed to. And the biggest thing for that Trojan offense, they're losing four of the five starting offensive lines, so that'd be tough to return as well. But aside from that, you know they laid they laid a great foundation for the program this year, and I, I'm just I'm so excited to see where they go. Yeah, and you talk about the youth uh, university. Well, you know Axtell, they're very young, yep. very young team, and I know Coach Horner's excited about that sophomore class. Whitney, they had one sit well two, both their running backs were seniors this year. That's the only seniors on that team that got any type of uh, offensive production. Uh, of significance so there's some teams out there that are young and and they're going to be back next year yeah it's going to be really really fun to see but and you know some of the teams that we have back china spring of course they they rolled over kaufman and the game that was close there for a little bit but china was able to pull away glenn rose big winners over fort stockton how about riesel getting to the third round and did you see those highlights oh my quarterback number seven that dude could play right tackle for most uh, (laughs) schools in central texas he's he's running down a yard getting 50 60 yard chunks man what a great job coach pro's doing over there man that's 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 a pretty good deal no and they'll be we'll touch on this game later on but they'll be facing that one of their district opponents again in crawford both of those are rematches in that region so that's pretty cool one versus four yeah it'll be really really exciting to see but yeah four seed reese making it to the third round unbelievable stuff the great job for Coach Crow and company down there to get that. We lost Wortham as well. Price Carlisle, Carlisle 11-win team at this point. They're really, really good. Uh, Chilton moving on. And, you know, if 
things go into place, we might be looking at a Mark Chilton regional final next week. That'd be nice. Uh, that might be a semifinal. Are they in the same? I think they're different regions. So that might. Be oh, you're right. Oh, semifinal. yes, Chilton's region four, March yeah. region three. So, well, well, yeah, we could be on a collision sort collision course for a Central Texas semifinal in the yep. Class Two A Division Two. That'd be really, really exciting. And you know, how yeah. if that is the case, how will Mark respond? Because they haven't really get, gotten pushed, you know, since they played Centerville yep. all the way back Centerville. in week three or four. So it'll be. A lot of exciting potential matchups coming up. And just this week in general, a lot of great matchups. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of the regional finals, uh, you know, you could have an All-Central Texas with West and Grandview. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the uh, – Toller Crawford, you know, mm-hmm. man, that's, that's going to be fun. I mean, well, yeah, another thing, that West-Mount Vernon game, slugfest, you know, we <laughs> – we we expect we we knew coming into the game, West especially really really good defensively. They they held a really potent Mount Vernon offense, which again missing Braden Bennett, but they've been missing him for a most oh, of the, yeah. most of the oh, season. Yeah. But but they were still putting up pretty much forty points per game, and then West comes in and holds them to just fourteen and puts almost thirty on the board themselves. Great performance by the Trojans. Hey, Coach Waters are going to put a good defense, and Coach Souders over there, defensive coordinator, they're going to put a good defense out there. Yeah, and it showed all season long, like we said. They what that? So they gave up two touchdowns. So they've given they've given up fourteen touchdowns in twelve weeks. <laughs> unbelievable stuff mm-hmm. there for the West Trojan defense, and it's just unbelievable performance. And then that sets it for a great matchup this week against the Malakoff Tigers. Yeah, and it's a rematch from last year. Yep. I remember watching that game. We. I just got – we were talking about I just got back from our little Deer Lease place up in Oklahoma, going back up Thursday, and we're going to have either Texan Live or NFHS, whichever one it's on, and we're going to sit there and watch football. And we did it last year. It was freezing cold. We were sitting outside <laughs> watching it, and it was a great game, man. Man, it's it's, it's awesome, especially in that, cla- that Class 3A in the Central Texas area. It's just has been so strong for so many years now. It's just going to be – so exciting to see. But before we dive into our games this, this week, we will start, as we always do, with our Matt Step question of the week. And for the third week in a row, I mean, why not? Let's do, let's do it again. Give us a couple games you'd pay to go see this week and why. And Mr. Step's question was, and the bigger score ranks, Harker Heights and Decaney, if you want to see some big-time D1 talent, this is the game for you. This will be an exciting back-and-forth big school showdown. And a cool thing about this game, I don't know if you know this, Kenny, it's being played at McLean Stadium, home yeah, of the Baylor well, Bears. I found that out earlier today when I was doing a little bit of a uh... – little bit of research you know off the off the cuff um man that that's a like he said i don't have it off the top of my head but i know we've covered harker heights all year and mm-hmm. there's some straight running studs I mean, on that team rashawn sanford i mean one of the best running backs not just in central texas but in the entire state of texas he's been absolutely dominant all year long they're really big and physical up front spring decay is a good team as well. well we'll touch on them once we get to our preview games and then uh, in the smaller school ranks for Co- uh, for Matt Stepp, he said, Chilton versus Burton. And that's a battle of unbeatens there, Kenny. That is. And Burton was kind of his – who he thought earlier in the year that would be probably the only challenge that Mart had to a state championship game. But they've got to get through Chilton, and Chilton is a really good team. So that's going to be a good one. Yeah, that, that – Region four in Class Two Division Two is really, really good. Uh, that whole right side of the bracket's really good. You yeah. got teams like Love Lady, Price Carlisle, Mart. Obviously, there's just so many good teams on this right side of the bracket. And it's probably not too much of a stretch to say that whoever comes out of the right side of the bracket probably has a great chance to win the state championship. Yeah, it's just you know Wortham was kind of my 
Cinderella team that I thought would get back to the finals with a rematch and Martin and uh, Price Carlos said, yeah, not today, buddy. Yeah, that, that game was played in Palestine last week. It was a – what was the score on that one? That was one, of the, that was one of the few that I missed, actually, I to check on that. I can look at that. Let me uh, pull my uh, – Where are them? Uh, it was ooh dear forty to thirty four. So a shootout. Okay, I remember seeing this one. Yeah. An absolute shootout between those two. Forty to thirty six. Mm. Mart rolled seventy seven to seven. Yeah, and the thing about that game, you know, Cushing, they they took the opening drive and they took like seven or eight minutes off the clock. You know, they run that triple option. You know, wishbone offense, and they drove down the field. I remember, I don't know how many plays it was, but I know there was like six minutes left in the first quarter once that first drive finished with a one-yard touchdown by their uh, running back. I believe his name was Edwards. And then that made it 7 nothing Cushing. And then Mart went on to score 77 unanswered yeah. points. So just absolute Great train, man. Yeah, they're just a machine. Crawford, Mart, China Spring, just – and six-man ranks, don't forget about Abbott as well. Oh, yeah. We need to – once they get a little bit of competition, maybe we'll start dialing those guys in. And uh, If they do. Yeah, they <laughs> they've, been, they've been so dominant. Coach Terry Crawford's squad is rolling down there in the six-man ranks. But, I mean, I, again, I agree with uh, Matt Stepp wholeheartedly here. If you, if you want a Central Texas sports fan, six-man – or six-A big school game – that Harker Heights game at McLean Stadium is going to be a fun one. And then, yeah, again, Battle of Unbeatens, 2A Division II, Burton and Chilton, two great game choices for Matt Stepp there. And both those games will be covered on today's show. And, you know, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Spring Decaney versus Harker Heights. Again, this game will be played Friday night at 6 o'clock at McLean Stadium, home of the Baylor Bears over in Waco. And what do you see in this game, Kenny? Man, I just, you know, it's like Step said, you know, the Harker Heights rolled 38-17 versus Roy City last last week. And there's going to be a lot of athletes out there on that field, some studs. And I just really think Harker Heights has got more athletes. And I think they're going to they're gonna win. Yeah, I, I agree as well. And I think Harker Heights has, you know, had a little bit more stiffer competition throughout the playoffs, I think. They played a really good Mansfield team and beat them 26-2. And then they, they had a Roy City team who's who had a really good year as well, even 38-17. So both of their playoff matchups have been, I don't want to say non-competitive, but they won comfortably in both those games. Yeah, well, their defense is just tremendous, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just smother you, a really good defensive team. And I just think that they, they're probably going to have the upper hand on this one. Yeah, DeCaney, their first two matchups, they beat Comro Oak Ridge 45-20 and then Cypress Falls 32-17. They are 9-3 overall. Their three losses on the year are a 10-point loss to Humble, a, a one-score loss to Klein Oak, a really good Klein Oak team, and then they lost to a really, really good Spring Westfield team by 35, so no shame there. But, you know, they're in that district with all the Aldine schools, not, not typically much competition out there, and... You know, I mean, every team that's in the playoffs is in the playoffs for a reason. If you're in the third round, you're you're a pretty dang good football team. But, again, I think Harker Heights, just with the Rashawn Sanford, that running game, and then that, that stiffening defense, as you said. Well, uh, we should mention, we'll probably, we're going to do our pick as we go through the games here. I, I'm going to pick Harker Heights in this one. I, I agree. I think Dylan Plague and Rashawn Sanford, along with that great defense that uh, Harker Heights has, is going to be too much for them. I agree. So now moving on to our next game. Moving on down to the 4A ranks where China Spring 
undefeated on the air will be taking on the Lake Worth Bullfrogs. How about Lake Worth making it to the third Man, round? That's uh, you know, I, I'm grew up kind of closer there. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about my, <laughs> my days in Newark back or, uh, earlier episode. Well, then we kind of moved a little bit further south in the Saginaw Lake Worth area, and it's good to see a, a, a kind of an inner not inner city, but you know, not really a suburb anymore. The way mm-hmm. that area is growing, but a team like that uh, doing well. Did you see their score against Dallas Carter last week? I did not. Seven to two, a baseball score. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the. That's- in the area around last week, so and you know good. what? In the first round, they knocked off a, a, a Alvarado team that, that beat was, that beat Stephenville. Yeah, that was looking like they were finding themselves, and they got knocked off by Lake Worth, uh, twenty-three to twenty. So they've won their games by a combined, uh, you know, eight points in the first two games. Yeah, but then we've talked about the machines across Central Texas, and you have to put China Spring in that category 11 and 1 on the season up to this point their only loss is it was 24-16 to Dallas Parish Episcopal which is the number 1 team in all the private school ranks yeah. in Texas and like through the first two rounds of the playoffs they've outscored their opponents 113 to 14 <laughs> so they've been absolutely rolling right here Lake Worth you know magical season they they haven't been in this position a long time if ever i'm not i'm not sure too sure about their history but i know that it's been a while since they've been here mm-hmm. and you know just china springs rolling right now lake Worth's a darn good football team but china springs just a machine right now i'm gonna take the cougars yeah i agree and now our next game staying in class 4a glenn rose against wichita falls hershey man this seems like it should be a regional finals game but yep. it's not it's a semifinal game uh, it's a really exciting matchup here uh, Glenn Rose again led by Hudson White, a very, very phenomenal offense. This game will be played uh, Friday night. This game will be played at Ram Stadium in Mineral Wells. Yeah, and if you look at uh, Hershey's offense, they scored 90 points in the first two games. Oh, yeah. Glenn Rose, like, oh, yeah, well, we scored about 118 points in the first two games. They're both giving up about 14, 17 points a game. They match up really well. Yeah, this is going to be a high-scoring game. I, don't, I know Hershey's good in uh, – you know, that school is not going to be – I think they got one or two more years before they can solid, they mm-hmm. split all that up there in Wichita mm-hmm. Falls. Uh, their former head coach is over at Coppell now. Uh, I got – man, Hudson White, dude, is, if you got that guy on your team, I'm going to go with you because he's, he's a stud. And I think uh, – I forgot coach's name uh, over there, but he's got him rolling. And, and I think this is his – I think Hudson White's a senior. This is the last year that he's going to have him. And – I think they're going to make a run, and uh, man, I could see them winning that region and going on the. You know, they're going to have Carthage in the state semifinals more than likely. But yeah, this is this is a true picking game for me. They both match up so well, score wise, and just size wise and athleticism wise, and they're very similar offensively. They both like to throw the ball, throw it all over the field again, as you mentioned with Hudson White for Glenn Rose. I think this makes up for a really this will, I think this will be a high scoring affair. I think it'll be really, really exciting. Trading scores left and right. I could see this being like a forty two thirty five type game. I I'll take Glenn Rose in this one. Yeah, I think Glenn Rose I mean Hudson White's gonna run for two hundred, he's gonna throw for two hundred and I, I think you're right, it's gonna be a close game, but uh give me the fighting Hudson Whites. Now moving down to class three A division one, Grandview. Taking on Pottsboro, this is a rematch of the 2019 3 Division One State Championship game, and I believe. Well, I know Granby won, but what was the score? It was like 35, 35-28, something like that. Yeah. It was a really, really, really good football game. This game will be played 
Friday at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. This will be a 1 o'clock afternoon kick, so that will be really, really exciting to see. I, I think, again, these are two teams that match up really well, if you ask me. Yeah, and it's funny because the last couple of games, they've come out with Casey English in, in the kind of the Wildcat, and he's they've got off to big scores. They did it against Whitney. They did it last uh, – their first-round playoff game. I don't know what they did against West. I didn't get to watch that game. But uh, and then they did it. I watched the first. I don't know, maybe quarter and a half of this game, and it was pretty much done with. I mean, they they got on the board quick, and uh, you know, and it's kind of like last week. You know, every, every, and Dawson Pendergrass is a great player. But yeah. honestly, if I'm going to start a three A football team, Casey English is probably one of the kids I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I want to start with because he is he can do it all. He he play quarterback, running back. He plays great defensively. And I just – Pussboro's defense, man, they – They struggled. They couldn't stop Whitney. Whitney stopped their – well, they created the turnovers, but, uh, you know, there was a, a pick six mm-hmm. on the two-yard line that was a 14-point play, and if that doesn't happen and Whitney scores, it's a, a really, really tight ball game. Now, props to Pussboro for, for creating those turnovers, but I just don't know that – They've got a good offense, but I think Grandview's defense is better than theirs, and I think Grandview's offense is better. So I'm going to go with Grandview in this one. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, you look at Pottsboro, their defense has been good. It hasn't been great. I mean, like they've given up, you know, 36, 36, 27, 19, 36, 31. You know, they've they've given up some points now, and this Grandview offense can score, whether it's Case and English taking the snaps or it's Ryder Hayes. You know, they're a very, very good offense. They're very balanced. They like to run the ball as well, as well as pass it. They're very, very balanced. It'll be really, really exciting matchup here, but I think just Grandview just the overall better football team here. Yep, I agree. So we both got the Zebras advancing to the regional final matchup and well let's just go down the list here and just talk about who they might match up with so uh staying in three division one region two west versus malakoff and i mean if you're granby here you're either getting your district opponent or you're facing malakoff for like the 80th time in the last four years so this is a good one and it kind of goes back to when you play west you want to stop the run, and you want to be able to throw the ball on. Well, they've got a kid over there in, in uh, Easton Paxton, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He's a turnover machine. And, and when he gets the ball in his hands, he's going to return it. I mean, he's fast. Uh, he, I think he had two interceptions last week. He had a big interception return for uh, uh, West against Glenrose – or against uh, Grandview. So, I just think you're going to have to stop the run against West – and Malakoff's going to have to make Zane Minan win the ball game mm-hmm. with his arm. And that's kind of been the M.O. against West for the last couple of years. Now, last year they did that, and Minan did. He he uh, he found uh, a receiver wide open for one of those scores. So, yeah, they, yeah and I think and Malakoff likes to run the ball too. So, I, I don't know how well they can throw it. I know they throw it around a little bit, but I think they, they lean towards the run this year. So, I just think whoever can stop the run and make the other team try to throw it, I think that the team that throws it is probably going to make more mistakes. This was a low-scoring game last year. What was the final, like 14 to 12 or something like that? It was – and, I mean, with how both teams, like you said, they both like to run the ball, and both teams have incredibly stingy defenses. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it will be another low-scoring affair again again, that could honestly go either way. I mean, this is a true pick'em game here in round three of the playoffs. Who are you going to take? I'm going to go with West. Uh, Last year was a really, really cold cold ball game. Mm -hmm. This year, I don't think the temperature is going to be that bad. I think it's going to be in the 60s probably, or maybe dip down the 50s by the time Mm -hmm. they kick off at 7. 
But I just, man, I'm tend not to bet against Coach Woodard and his squad. Yeah. Man. It's just hard to pick against him because he's just going to have those guys prepared. Uh, Coach Souter, like we said earlier, does a terrific job with that defense, and they're going to figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, uh, it'll be again, it'll be a really, really fun matchup here. I'm going to try to get a game on you here. I'm going to go with the Tigers of Malakoff. I think, I think they got revenge on their minds. You know, this is the team that took them out of the playoffs last year. And I think they're kind of one to eye another rematch for Grandview because Grandview's their only loss on the year. Yep. They played Grandview all the way back in week two, and they lost that game 21-17. So, I mean, again, in the playoffs, you don't want to look ahead. You want to take care of, um, you know, take care of business this week against, against West, which, again, it, it's so hard to choose because this is a really a true pick'em game. But I'll take Malakoff well, here. Well, you know, a, a lot of, you know, the people are picking Malakoff to win that mm-hmm. region after the Mount Vernon quarterback went down because, you know, beginning of the year, I thought Mount Vernon was going to win state because I saw yeah. it firsthand last year and they were just – had plenty of chances to beat Brock in that game against Brock, and Brock ended up pulling it out. But you know, Malakoff's a great team. You know, and yes. uh, a buddy of mine is real good friends with their defense coordinator over there. He does a great job. And uh, I hate picking against Malakoff because I really respect what uh, Coach Judd has done over there. But or not Judd, Coach uh, Driscoll. Yes, Judd was his son. But I'm gonna go with West. It's hard to pick against Coach Woodard. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to go with Malakoff here. It'll be a really, really exciting game. I mean, in, in Class 3A, if, there, if there's one game you got to go to, if you're a 3A fan or a Central Texas football fan in general, if you can make it out to Tiger Field and Corsicana on Friday night, you're going to be in for a slugfest. That's going to be a good one, man. No doubt. And now we'll stay in Class 3A still. We have Cameron Yo taking on Columbus. This game will be Friday night at 7 o'clock at Memorial Stadium down in Bastrop. Uh, I mean, this... First off, let's look at this Columbus team. 11-1. Their one loss is a five-point loss to Hitchcock, yep. which is also still in the playoffs yep. in Class 3 Division One. They beat the defending state champions, Lorena, by three in the first round. And they beat a very good die ball team by 21 last week. This Cardinals team is rolling right now. They are, and uh, they squeak by Lorena. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, I think it was last second field goal. Yes, I mean, correct. Correct. But... Cameron Yo, man, that offense is on fire. Oh I mean, they have scored a bunch of points. Uh, their defense is, you know, Yoakum, they gave up 28. They held Dangerfield, or, yeah. And then they held Dangerfield to 19. Uh, I think Columbus is going to, they're going to want to muddy the waters. They want to get the ball, churn it out, keep the, the Cameron Yo offense off the field. Uh, I'm sounding like a homer here, but I'm, I think. I think Cameron Yo is on a kind of a run here. Yeah, they're getting they're getting hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. But I mean, Columbus, their defense is unbelievable. They have pitched. Let's look. Okay, this is what they've given up on the year: seven, seven, zero, zero, seven, twenty-eight to Madisonville, which is a four A. And they're still in the playoffs. By and the way. they're still in the playoffs. Nobody would have thought that. They gave up thirteen to ha- a very good Hallsville team. Gave up thirty-three in that lone loss to Hitchcock, and then. 12 to Yoakum, 0 to Hempstead, and then 21 to Lorena, and 14 to Dieball. So, overall, their defense has been really, really good yes. and against some really good competition as well. Yeah. So that's Coach Shovel does a great job over mm-hmm. there. And, you know, he's building that program. You know, back when he was there, you know, they were really good. But now, since he came back, he's, you know, they, they've done well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were regional finals last year, I believe, state semifinals. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, I don't blame you if you pick them, but I'm just going to go with the hot hand here and go with Cameron Young. Yeah, I'm going to go with Columbus here. I think, I think especially with how their season ended last year, they're on – I think they're a team of destiny right now. They're a really, really good all-around football team. That, you know, Shovels are us they have down there in Columbus. And then <laughs> There's a restaurant called Shovels. We, we're coming back from the coast fishing. We pull in there. And we're getting fuel, and I'm like, there's a restaurant called Sh-. And I'm sure it's their family. I mean, they're all from there, but yeah. I, I didn't, we didn't eat there, but I didn't know that until then. Yeah, that'll have to go on the list for yeah. sure. Just Shobles everywhere down there in Columbus. And I will take the fighting Shobles in this one, and they could be they could be on a collision course on this right side of the bracket to uh, – Man, that's well, – Oh, no, they're in Region 3, so they would get, they would get Franklin next week, wouldn't they? They would get Franklin in the regional finals, yep. That'd be a great football game, too. Franklin's a machine. We'll touch on them here in a second. But So you have the Yeoman, and I have the Columbus Cardinals and this one. And, you know, let's just jump right into it. Franklin taking on Hitchcock. Hitchcock, as we just mentioned, they're the only blemish on that 11-1 record of the Columbus Cardinals. And then Franklin, I mean, there's the, there's just not much to say about this Franklin team. They've been unbelievable all year, 12-0, just unbelievable on both sides of the ball they've had a couple they had a tendency to give up a lot of points earlier in the season they gave 35 to jasper 32 to mcgregor 42 to rockdale and then 35 to Lorena. but they picked it up as of late since the playoffs started they've only given up 14 points yeah and they're just a juggernaut you know Jaden jack you know we all talk about bryson Marshall. now you got Jaden jackson running for 100 yards and two tds and you know they're just he's just a sophomore yeah and then he's a stud, you know. Um, I just don't see it. Bryson Washington went for 16 and 156 and two touchdowns. Had 11 tackles on defense last week. I just really don't see anybody as much as I'd like to see that rematch with Cameron Hill. It really wasn't a ball game mm-hmm. that first time around. Yeah. And I just don't see anybody on the right side of the bracket just even contesting. I no. just don't see it. No, I, I agree. They're, they're an absolute machine. But this, this Hitchcock team – They've been one of the biggest surprises in all of Class 3A this year. They're 11-1. and one. Their one loss was in the district championship game against Hallettsville where they lost by 21. And their first two playoff games, they've been pretty close. They beat Little River Academy by 8. And then they had to squeak out a win against Woodville last week, 36-31. So they're, they're pretty good offensively, but they've given up some points here on the defensive side of the ball. But they've won against some... Really tough competition. They beat uh, Yoakum by by 29. They again they beat Columbus. They're Columbus's only loss on the year. They beat a really good Hempstead team, 55 to nothing. Now this is this is a good Hitchcock team, but I mean we've said it once, we've said it a million times. Franklin's just a machine. I think the Lions roll here. I agree. Uh, just you know, like we said, Bryson Washington, the sophomores, they're just gonna roll. You know that quit. It, it's a uh, <laughs> It's like we've talked about those kids have been running this offense since they were I'm sure they run it in Pee Wee. You know? Yes. You know, they just it's just a machine. Yeah, and I'm gonna go Franklin. Yeah, Franklin across the board for sure. Then now moving down to class two A, where we have Toller. You wanna to talk about a machine they've been this season with that sophomore quarterback Peyton Brown, and they're taking on Hamilton over this game will be played at Crowley ISD Stadium, that brand new stadium. Have you seen have you seen that stadium yet? I have not. It? I've heard about it but I haven't I have not seen it. I've seen a couple pictures of it. It looks unflipping believable, man. So we all know how athletic Mart is, right? They're just yeah. athletes all over the field. Well, Mr. Peyton Brown, their sophomore running back, 21 carries, 288 yards, and five touchdowns. 
Man. That's crazy. I mean, that kid's a bowling ball, and he just won't go down. I mean, we we talked to Coach uh, Mullins over there, and he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that, he's just a brick. He just yeah, just giving the ball and, and roll. And that's just kind of the the attitude and the and the mindset of that whole football team over there in Toler. And next week, if we get Toler and Crawford, it's going to be oh, phenomenal, unbelievable. That would be. That would be an unbelievable ball game. And this is a rematch, you know, uh-huh. earlier in the year. What was the yep. score? A uh, 56-7 Toller took this, and this was uh, week two of district play. Um, yeah, they've been taller them. They've been just rolling all year long. They're they're undefeated as well. Hamilton, they're seven and five on the year, and they've they've been shut out twice. They only scored seven on Toller. Only scored seven on Coleman. They, and their only close loss was a seven-point loss against Bangs, who got eliminated by one of the teams we'll be talking about next, the Riesel Indians, mm-hmm. in the playoffs last week. But, I mean, you look at the playoffs. They beat Tioga 41-15, and then they beat Axtell, which that probably was a little minor upset as well, by 14. Yep. So they're you know, it's, they're the definition of getting hot at the right time. Absolutely. They're, they're yeah. playing good football right now, but Toller, man. they're you want, We've been talking about defensive numbers. Toller has given up 24 points, 18 of them being last week, in the last seven games. Unbelievable. And offensively in those games, for them, 50, 59, 56, 63, 61, and 71. And all that, as we mentioned before, Peyton Brown's leading that attack. Yeah, and it's just something, you know, we saw a little glimpse of it last year. I I got to watch the uh, Taylor Crawford game, which is a pretty close game. And uh, they've got something – going on over there and I don't think it's just kind of a flash in the plan dude I think he's building a solid program over there no absolutely I agree so you and I agree we got we got Toller here and you know if we if we get we'll, we'll talk about it next but if we get a Toller Crawford game and if we're free man we gotta go yeah absolutely I'm have there. to go I'm there what do you think they'd play that one Toller Crawford I don't know if they would do Wake ISD because that would be a little too close maybe they'd go back to Crowley or something like that mm-hmm. you know it may be like a Deal. Yeah, uh, it could be. Like, hey, if we win, we get it. Steam. I mean, Crowley. Or if you win, we get it. Uh, Wake YSD or something. Mm-hmm. But well, they should just play Whitney. Maybe we get. Ooh. Should we call Coach Hayes and say that, hey, that'd, man, be, you, that'd be that'd be pretty dead in there. the. They played there before. Yeah, I don't know if we're big enough to hold that kind of game, but that that'd yeah, be probably. Fun. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. But you know, let's just again. We we both have Toller. Over Hamilton, no doubt. And then another district rematch here, and one that was not really close the first time. Crawford taking on Riesel, but don't overlook this Riesel team, man. They, they're they doing the same exact thing they did last year. They got the third or fourth playoff, feet, playoff seed and have just been rolling getting to the third round for the second straight year. Yeah, they're on a mission. You know, last mm-hmm. year they lost to Marlin, mm-hmm. I believe, in the regional finals, semifinals. Uh, Semis. And they were hurt, you know. They, yep. they were on their third quarterback or, you know, I don't know which one it was, but they, they had a lot of injuries, and I think they, they remember that, and it, it kind of pissed them off, and now they're mm-hmm. back, and they're they're rolling. I just, you know, who do, who do you have that's going to stop them? I don't know. I don't know who who you got in that region that's going to – I mean, oh, I mean, you got Toller. I'm sorry. But yeah. going into the playoffs, you knew that those two dudes were going to meet, and that, that's, yeah. that's the only roadblock they had ahead of them. And Riesel, I mean, again, they were the number four seed, and they beat a really good Cayuga team that won their district. They beat them 28-7. to 
And then they went out and beat a really, really good Bangs team last week, 38-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. They've been underdogs in both of their – I mean, they're going to be underdog here too. But they've been – they've probably been underdogs all season. They've probably – they've taken that mentality, no doubt, and they've just run with it. And I, in those two games, they've outscored their opponent 66-21. to 21. They're playing really, really good football right yeah, now. Yeah, and they've got the running back, uh, Mason Heath, mm-hmm. which, again, no relation, but – Man, he, he's just a stud. I've, I've, I've watched him play baseball. He's a great baseball player. He's a good football player. 15 carries for 179 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, they're doing well, but I just think their time is up. I think yeah. uh, Crawford is going to pat him on the head and say, good job, fellas. Now it's, it's time to go home. And the, f- the first time these two teams played, it was the last week of October, so a little under a month ago, and you know, Crawford won 43 to nothing. So, and then you look at last week for Crawford, they, they played a Coleman team, which we thought was going to push him for a little bit. We thought that was going to be a really close game. And Crawford just went out and beat him 34 to 13. So Crawford's just, Greg Jacobs has that squad rolling right now. And, you know, I, I, I think, I don't think they'll get shut out. Riesel, I don't think they'll get shut out like they did the first time. I think it'll be competitive for a little bit, but I think, but, I mean, at the same time, if you're Crawford, you don't want to overlook these guys. They're in the third round for a reason. They've made it this far for a reason. They're playing really good football right now. But Crawford, just another one of those machines that we've been talking about all night long. I'll take the Pirates. Yeah, and, well, real quick, um, you know, when we talked to Coach Crow, you know, he he said we're a big team, big guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yep. we kind of adapt our scheme to what kind of talent we have, which I think is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, their quarterback is Gavin Oliver. He is six foot, two hundred and forty pounds, and I saw a video of him breaking it and running sixty yards down the field. Finally, got caught. You talk about some size. That kid would start at left or right tackle for most two A teams. <laughs> every two, every, yeah, every just, yeah. So that says a lot about his athletic ability, man. And that, that's a great story. And I think this game will be a little closer than it was the first time. I, I agree. I agree completely. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Crawford. Yeah. Again, that and that this game uh, will be played. Friday night, and this game's being played at Midway. So if you're around Hewitt and want to go catch a good district rematch in round three, Crawford versus Riesel Friday night is the way to go. Now moving down to Class 2A Division Two, where the Mark Panthers just rolling, rolling, nothing, 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 just nothing to say. They're Jonah Ross, Brandon Lundy. You know, they got three more medlocks on this team. They've just been rolling, rolling, rolling. We've been saying it all year. And their opponent, Sims Bowie, they're a good football team. They're 9-2. and two. And congratulations to, to Bowie. This is the first time they've made it to the third round ever, ever in their program's history. So congratulations to the Pirates. But uh, your your reward is the Mar Panthers. So. Yeah, and, you know, we've heard whispers from different people that this is one of the better Mar teams that's been around in a while. Yeah. And uh, I don't think, you know, uh, Coach Hoffman kind of retired there for a little bit. And I think he, you know, probably missed it. And he thought, you know what, this team is going to be pretty salty. Yeah. So let me let me come back and coach him and go win a state championship. Uh, he didn't tell us that. It's just kind of the feeling I got when we talked. That's the feeling everyone has. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just, man, what a great team. And I think they're one of the locks in our area to, to play for a state championship game. Yeah, and with, with Bowie – Again, they're, they uh, they won their district. They went undefeated in district, so they won their district. You know, they're they're nine and two for a reason. Their only yeah. two losses: eighteen point loss to Hawkins, and then a 30, 34 point loss to Honeygrove on the road. But they're they've won 
what's that? They've won seven straight games, so they're they're absolutely rolling right now. They're playing really really good football. But Mart, man, I mean, I mean, really, there's just not much to say. They're just unbelievably good. Their their closest game was all the way back in week four, a one point loss to or one point win rather to Centerville team that's still in the playoffs as well yeah. and up in Division one. So this is they're just rolling. They're just absolutely rolling right now. I just. I, I think you know we need we need a non-district Crawford Mart game. That's what we need next. Yeah, just just exhibition game. Well, ne- ne- next uh, realignment, we need to get those two I, coaches I, I together. Yeah, get, get those dudes playing. Oh, that'd be an unbelievable matchup. But because Mart will play anybody, Mart will go. I mean, they they had to go to no Paris. more plan. Yeah, they had to go to they Paris. Paris and plan. They played West. They played Whitney. They don't care. If they played Franklin, they played Rockdale. They don't, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they'll play anybody. So. Yeah, Mart rolls in this one. Yeah, I don't think – I don't want to say that it'll be over at halftime, but, I mean, I just don't think anyone can stop Mart right now just with the size, speed, and athleticism that they have. And for a 2 way school, I mean, the, just the depth they have. I mean, last week they they were playing their whole freshman team pretty much the entire second half, and they were still scoring points. They're just unbelievably talented from just – Every possible depth on this team. I just that's what happens that's, when you you have that type of program. I mean, yeah. those, those kids that are six year six years old in the stand watching them win the state championship several years ago. I want to do that. They want to yeah. be there. That and that that drives them to do that. And it's, that's a great that's a great uh, problem to have there. Yeah, and I just I just think they're just on a bullet train course to AT and T and playing for their ninth state championship. It's just. Machine right now. I just Mart rolls here. I just don't think there's any question about that. It might be competitive for a little bit. You know, if uh, if Bowie can jump on him early, maybe you know, get a couple opportunistic turnovers on defense, build a you know two score lead, jump on him early. Who knows? Man, come on. Dude. I'm trying. Here. <laughs> I'm trying here. I really am. Not Mart rolls. So. Now staying in 2A Division Two, Chilton versus Burton. This is going to be played Friday at uh, Merrill Green Stadium in Bryan. Battle of Unbeatens here. I mean, Battle of Unbeatens in round three, and there's not many people talking about this game. Man, Burton, uh, we all know about Chilton. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the year uh, when we were talking about Mart, you know, Step said, hey, the one team that I think that can challenge Mart is Burton. Yeah, and he here sure we are. Here we are. We got Burton. Down the bottom of that, on the right-hand side, and, and you got Mart, and it looks like uh, they're headed for a collision course. And, you know, I just – I'd like to see Chilton going, but I, I think Burton may be too much for him, man. Yeah, Burton has not given up a point in the playoffs. They beat Milano <laughs> – uh, They like beat 120. A, yeah, they beat a darn good Milano team, 47 to nothing. And then they beat Rock Springs last week, 55 to nothing. Yeah. So they're just – unbelievably good right now but Chilton they're undefeated too they're here for a reason their two playoff wins they beat uh, Yorktown 39-14 in the first round then last week took Brackettville to the woodshed 48-7 this is a fun matchup here but Burton defensively they're but I think but still I think this would be they're really good again they haven't given up a point throughout the playoffs yet but Chilton's going to be their biggest Test on the defensive oh, side of the ball. Absolutely, I, I don't see them shutting out the Chilton offense by by any means. No, uh, I don't either. But I just, you know, something's got to give, and I think it's going to be burned. Yeah, this is this is tough. This is tough, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna try to get a game on you. I'm gonna take the Pirates here to move on around four, but it'll be 
Such a good, such a really good game in the Class 2A ranks. 2A Division 2, you know, all, all this talk about Mart, you know, just being, you know, head and shoulders above everyone, which they are. But just just under that, just there's still such a great level of competition across the board. Seeing a battle of unbeatens in round three, really, really exciting matchup here. But, you know, I'll take Chilton here. I'll right, take Chilton. So let's do this. Let's put, So we're done with our games. So let's mm-hmm. do something. We didn't have any coaches' interviews this week because nope. it's a holiday and – Pretty big game. So let's pull up the brackets. Let's do it. And let's go 6AD1 and tell me who you think is going to be playing the state championship game. Let's get it. So we'll pull it up here. And we're not going to keep score or anything. We're just going to go by who we think. So we're, we're saying who we think is going to win each region? Yeah, or just who's going to meet in the state championship game. So. You can do region by region if you want. Yeah, I would. I don't want to be here all night, to be honest. We'll, uh, we'll go to... I'll predict the semis, and you want to do just like predict the semis and just yeah the championship work. game. All right, yeah, we can do that. So I think out of Region One, I'll take Louisville to come out of Region One, but they got a big matchup this week against Keller. Game I might be at a part of that double header at Choctaw Stadiums on Saturday morning. Might go check that out. I think I think Louisville will come out of Region One. I will take oh well Duncanville. Just Duncanville out yeah. of Region 2. Mm-hmm. And then out of Region 3, I'll take North Shore. Mm-hmm. Although they'll, they'll have a tough matchup. They're in the Region Finals next week if they get run into Atascacita again. Because the first time they played, it was a close ball game. And Region 4, I mean Westlake. Yeah. I think West. I think, honestly, I think we're on a collision, a collision course for a Duncanville Westlake matchup, which that, would be a, unbelievably good. That's exactly who I have. I think it's going to be Duncanville Westlake. Who's your champion out of that game? You know, I think Coach Samples finally gets it done. Really? I think he, I think he might win it this time. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> had some heartbreak, man, in the past. But yeah, I got Coach Samples. You know, I'll, I'll go with you there. I, I, I'll take I'll – take, uh, I'll take Duncanville out of that match too, but you look at the semis on that right side of the bracket. If we get a Westlake versus North Shore, well, that's, that's going to be great. Man, that'd be awesome. Region one's kind of down over there, but mm-hmm. uh, you know that'd be good for one of them teams that sneak into the semifinals. All right, let's go D two six A. All right, I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. first. I got South Lake coming out of Region one. Mm-hmm. Man, I really like Harker Heights, but I hate to pick against DeSoto because I just know how much talent's over there. Mm-hmm. I got Harker Heights coming out of Region 2. Like it. I got uh, Katie coming out of 3. Mm-hmm. And, man, I don't really know about Region 4. Um, yeah, I mean. I'd just... like to see one of the – I know the, the magazine's always talking about the Valley teams, and how, but I, I may go – I don't know. It's just tough. I mean, yeah, you look at Vandergrove, San Antonio, Harlan, Dripping Springs, mm-hmm. Harlingen. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's go. SA Harlan. We'll just throw that out there. See what happens. So, uh, in Region One, I'll differ with you. I'll take Denton Geyer, Jackson Arnold, and company coming out of that one. I'll take Desoto out of Region Two. Now on the left side, I'll take Geyer to make it to the championship game. Now on the right side, of course, I'll take KD out of Region 3. 
And I think Dripping Springs comes out of Region 4. They have a couple signature wins, a couple of wins against ranked opponents. They beat Lake Travis and Cibolo Steel on the year. They have a very, very good quarterback. His name slips my mind at the moment. They're really, really good offensively. They like to throw the ball around. Uh, but they'll run into a buzzsaw in Katie in the, in the semifinals there. I think the state championship game will be Denton Geyer versus Katie. I think it will be South Lake and Katie. And out of your matchup, who would you take? Mm, probably South Lake. I'll, and I'll take I'll take I'll take Geyer in the state championship game against Katie over in six A Division two. Now up to five A Division one. Up in Region one. I mean, there's some good teams. Really good teams, but three but, really good teams. But Alito's in there. Yeah. It's tough, but. You know, they're going to have their toughest test of the year, take, taking on Midlothian, an unbeaten Midlothian yeah, team, by the way. That's covered a, them quite a bit this year. Yeah, I think that'll be a really, really fun matchup. And even then, if they – I mean, if they get past Midlothian, I don't I don't see who can, you know. Centennial's not too bad. That option yeah, is out there. But, I mean, they, they've already played Centennial back in district. And oh, that's right. That that's was awesome. Centennial's worst loss of the year by yeah. far. So like, it was like 63-7 to seven or something. Excuse me. If uh, yeah, if Alito can get past Midlothian, which I think they will, then I don't think whether it's Abilene or Centennial, they'll be able to stop them. But with Centennial, it's hard to beat a good team twice. They have a really good defense. They've been, and they've played really, really good so far. They beat. They got a little revenge. They played the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year in Amarillo Tascosa, and uh, took them to the woodshed, fifty-six twenty-eight. So uh, or thirty-one-seven rather. Excuse me. So. Uh, It'll be tough there, but I'll take a I'll take a Lido to come out of Region One, out of Region Two. Longview, I think I think Longview's yeah. the prohibitive favorite out of Region Two. Region Three, I'll go I'll go a little hipster here. I will take Fullshear to come out of that one. They have an unbelievable offense that's been dominant all year long. One of the I think they're one of the like a top ten scoring offense in the entire state in all classifications this year. They're really really good. Now District Four. Man, three out of the four teams are from the Rio Grande Valley. How about that? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll take Far San Juan Alamo North to come out of Region Four. So on the left side of the bracket, I'll have an Alito versus Longview the semi, and I'll take Alito. On the right side, I'll take a Full Shear versus PSJA North, and I will take PSJA North out of that one. Alito taking on a Rio Grande Valley team. And I'll take Alito to be the champion of 5A Division One. What about you? I've got Midlothian, mm-hmm. Longview, College Station, and I'll go with North. And I've got College Station and Mid- no Longview. I'd like to see Midlothian make Longview's it. Re- go, Longview's go good Longview. now. Yeah. Longview's I'll re- go with Longview and College Station. No team's going to push Alito this year like Longview will, should they meet in the semifinals. There's no doubt about that. So... But still, I'll I'll take Alito as the champion of five D Division One, Division Two. You start, good sir. Uh, I'm gonna go Argyle. Okay. I'm gonna go South Oak Cliff. I'm gonna go Fort Bend Marshall, and I'm gonna go Liberty Hill. And I got Fort Bend Marshall against South Oak Cliff, and I think Marshall gets it done this year. So I'm going to in Region One. I'm I'll, I'll be with you. I'll take Argyle, you know, but they got a tough matchup against Grapevine this week. Now that'll be a really really fun ball game. But Argyle's defense, especially, has been clicking all year. They've 
They've outscored their opponents seventy to nothing throughout the playoffs, so they're they're pretty good. They're they're rolling right now. And Region Two, I'll take South Oak Cliff, and then in Region Three, Fort Bend Marshall, which I'll set up a fun matchup out of the champion of Region Four, which I think will also be Liberty Hill. And I'm I'm picking a fun one here. I'll, I'll take South Oak Cliff and Fort Bend Marshall in the finals as well. That'll be a really really fun matchup. And who do you have winning that game again? I got Fort Ben Marshall. I'll take Fort Ben Marshall in that matchup as well. Now, 4A Division One Up in Region 1, I'll take Brownwood. I'll take Brownwood to get out of Region 1. In Region 2, China. I don't think there's... I mean, Salina and Anna, you know, the winner of that game could push China Spring. I mean, Anna, again, they, they knocked off Stephenville last week, so... That, that would set up a fun matchup next week with China Spring and Anna, but I still I think China Spring will come out of Region 2. And in Region 3, give me Kilgore. I'll take Kilgore out of Region 3. In Region 4, I will take Port Lavaca Calhoun to come out of that one. So on the left side, I'll take Brownwood. Or no, I'm sorry, China Spring over Brownwood. That will be a really, really good matchup, mm-hmm. by the way. So I'll put China back into the state championship game. And on the right side, I'll take Port Lavaca Calhoun to get over Cor- Kilgore. And I'll, I'll, I'll take China Spring over Port Lavaca Cal- Calhoun in the state final. I got the same thing on the left side. Brownwood, China Spring with China Spring winning. I got Tyler Chapel Hill and Cal Allen with uh, Chapel Hill making it. And China Spring beating Chapel Hill in the state. That would be a really, really fun championship over in Division One, And then now in Division Two, go ahead, Mr. Kenny Heath. So, Region 1, I've got Glen Rose. Region 2, I've got Carthage. Region 3, I'm going to go with Silsby. And Region 4, man, we haven't talked about Gerald. Look yeah, at Gerald's round division. three. Good oh, night. my goodness. I mean, well. it, it wasn't too long ago they were playing... 3A teams and getting smoked. So, mm-hmm. uh, we need to, I need to do some research on that one because uh, the coach over there is doing a hell of a job. So, yeah, I said mm-hmm. Silsby, and I'm going to go Wimberley mm-hmm. with a Silsby-Carthage state championship game, and I think Carthage gets it done again. It's hard to pick against Carthage. I'd love to mm-hmm. see Glen Rose uh, get there. That that would be If they make it that far, that would be a great game. But I'm going to go Carthage over Silsby in a state championship game. I agree with you on the west side of the bracket. I'll take Glen Rose and Carthage in the semifinal, Carthage winning that one. And on the right side, uh, again, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll take I'll take Silsby. And on the region four, I will actually take Lago Vista to come out of that one. I still have Silsby winning, so I still have a uh, Carthage versus Silsby final. I think. I think Carthage takes that one as well. Carthage is just... Again, yeah. it's one of those teams. There's just not much to say. They're always rolling. Oh yeah, as long and as you want to talk about a team that's pissed off. You know when they lost to China Spring last year, and this very round, the yeah. third round. Oh, they're 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 playing with a chip on their shoulder. Oh, yeah. there's, there's no doubt about there's Absolutely. no doubt about that. Three A Division One now. Man, this is such a fun such a fun division to cover. I will take. I'm actually going to take Whitesboro you to come stole, Yeah, that's who I was going to take. Ah, I'll take, I'll take Whitesboro. Cause I, honestly, I think Bushland beats Brock. I really do. I think Bushland. It could happen. I, I, I think Bushland beats Brock this week. And then Whitesboro versus Bushland, that'll be a really, really fun game. I'll take Whitesboro out of Region 1. I will take Malakoff out of Region 2. Uh, Franklin out of Region 3. Uh, I'll go ahead. I will take Edna to come out of Region 4. So on the left side, I will have a... Weisboro versus Malakoff final, in which I will take 
Malakoff in that one. And on the right side, Franklin versus Edna, and I'll take Franklin in that one. Uh, man, Franklin Malakoff matchup would be unbelievable, but I would take Franklin in the state final. That would be awesome. Uh, I got Whitesboro. Mm-hmm. I got West. I like it. I've got Franklin, and I've got Lano. So I'm going to say Franklin West. Nope, Franklin Whitesboro. And I'm going to give it to Franklin. Really good. Now, 3A Division Two. who do you got in this one? Well, you know, that Region 1, I mean, it's easy to go Canadian or Wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Wall. Mm-hmm. And you got to go Gunner, which, man, Bells has got a really good team. Holiday's yeah, got a really do. good team. Palmer's got a great team. You know, that's that's <laughs> yeah. a tough region right there. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, Wall, Gunner on the left side. The right side, I'm going with Dangerfield, which is stupid to pick them over Newton, but I just think that they got a little something. And, man, I'm, I'm going to go both. And so I'm going to have Dangerfield and Gunter with Gunter winning. On the west side of the bracket, I will take Canadian to come out of that one. In Region 2, I will take Gunner. It seems like Canadian and Gunner, it seems like they play each other mm-hmm. every year in the semis. Then on the east side of the bracket, I will take I'll take Newton to, to come out of Region 3. And I'm with you. I'll take Poth to come out of Region 4. And I think Poth will advance to the championship game on the right side. On the left side, I will take Canadian. So... Canadian versus Poth in the state final, and I will take Canadian in that one. That would be a good one. Yes, it would. Two-way division one now. So, looking up at region one, it's interesting here. Holly and Cisco. They Man, seem I to like be in the, Holly. I think they, yeah. they I, played I, tough last year. I think, I think so. I think I think Holly comes out of Region One, and I'm going to take. I mean, I'm going to take Toller. I yep. think Toller comes out of Region Two. Then on the right side of the bracket, I will take Timpson. I no, mm, that's tough. I think the winner of this matchup between Timpson and Centerville this week makes it to the semis. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, what? I, I will take Timpson. I'll take I'll take Timpson and that quarterback that got Terry Bussey, one of the best players in all of Class Two A. I'll take Timpson to come out of Region Three. Region four, I will take Refurio to come out of that. And then on the left side, I will take Holly. Oh, taller. Oh. Holly's a team of destiny now. They, they're a lot better than last year. They, they probably got a bad taste in their mu- mouth losing last year to Shiner in the championship game. But taller, man. This is tough. I'll take taller. Screw it. I'll take taller. I'll take taller on the left side. On the right side, I'll take Refurio. And a Toller Refurio State Final, give me the Rattlers to win the state championship. We're, I think we're exactly the same. I'm going to go Holly, Toller, Timpson, Refurio. I got Refurio, Toller with Toller winning. Okay, well, there you go. 2A Division Two. Who do you got in this one? 2A Division Two. So I've got. Well, okay, that's a different reason. I got. Man, it's hard on this one. Wellington's playing well. Clarendon's playing well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Wellington. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Wink. Wish they got a tough game against Albany. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to go Mart, and then I'm going to go Burton. So I got Mart and Wink in the state championship game. 
Uh, on the left side of the bracket, I, I agree in Region 1. I will take Wellington to come out of there. I'm going to take Albany to come out of Region 2. Region 3, Mart, no question. Region 4, I'm going to take Chilton. I'm going to take Chilton to come out of Region 4. So on the left side of the bracket with Wellington and Albany, I will take Albany to make it to the to the championship game. And on the right side, I'll take Mart. Mart versus Albany, and I'll take Mart as the champion as well. Now let's take a look at the six-man ranks. A little interesting look here. Well, you know, one thing that I noticed, if you look on that right side of the bracket, you know, Abbott, you know, the, their semifinal matchup could be Jonesboro, which is not yep. too far down. That's on the, over there by Hamilton. So some good football playing over there in Hamilton County this year. In Region 1, I'm going to take the Happy Cowboys to come out of Region 1. I'll take the defending state champion Westbrook to come out of Region 2. Now on the east side of the bracket, I'll take Abbott to come out of Region 3. And then I'll take, is it Erion or Irion? I think it's Arion. Erion. 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 I'll take Erion County to come out of Region 4. So on the left side of the bracket, I will take Westbrook to get the win over Happy and advance to their second straight state championship game. And then I'll take Abbott to come out of the right side of the bracket to the state championship game over Arian County. And I'll take Abbott to be the state champions of six-man Division One. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Nazareth's really good at basketball, but I'll go Happy, Westbrook, Abbott, and Jonesboro with uh, Abbott-Westbrook state championship. And I think uh, Abbott's going to get it done. I agree. I think Coach Terry Crawford's squad is absolutely rolling right now. I think, I think because again that's another team they got a bad taste in their mouth. They they lost I believe it was in the semis last year. They lost by four points to May, which was Westbrook's opponent in the state championship game last year. So I think I think Abbott makes it. I think they're a team of destiny right now too. They got a huge chip on their shoulder, a lot like Carthage. They won when they were or they lost last year when they were probably projected to make it to the title game. They got something to prove here, so I'll, I'll take Abbott as well. Division two, who do you got? I got Balmeray. Mm-hmm. I've got Benjamin. I've got Bluffdale. And I've got Lorraine. And I got Lorraine and Balmeray with Balmeray winning. I agree with all the regions completely. I will also take Balmeray, Benjamin, Bluffdale, and Lorraine. In my championship game, I will take Benjamin to take on Lorraine, and I'll take Benjamin in the state championship game there. So that's that's our picks for the regions and the state championship games and all classifications. A little fun segment there. I, I like going beyond Central Texas there for a moment. That was really, really fun. And uh, that's it. That's the regional semifinal preview here on the Central Texas Football Podcast. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to today's show. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at ctfppodcast at gmail.com. That's ctfppodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ctfppodcast. And you can visit our website on Podserve. They have, we have the link tree link on all of our social media pages where you can find all of our links and contact info there. And then, you know, Kenny, just... Any closing remarks, sir? No, that'll be a great uh, weekend. I won't be able, like I said, you know, I won't be able to go watch any games, but I will be tuned in on the on the uh, on the app or the uh, you know Texan Live or NFHS, whichever one I can find it on. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, I hate it. I heard some guys uh, 
like there's so, every game's on Friday this week. There's hardly any yeah. Saturday games, and they're all at one, mm-hmm. two, or three. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be hard to to catch a whole lot of games. But uh, yeah, there's going to be plenty to choose from on Friday. So get out there and support your team if they're still in it. Yeah, um, for me on Friday, I will be at uh, the Martin Sims Bowie game. I'll be working that one. Um, uh, or is it being put? Van is being played in Van on Friday afternoon at two o'clock. I will be at that one. I'm trying to look for Saturday. There's a Saturday doubleheader at Globe Life Park. Louisville and Keller at eleven o'clock, and then Prosper and North Crowley Battle of Unbeaten's there at three o'clock. I'm thinking I might do that doubleheader. That would be fun. If it's not too cold, I'm thinking yeah. I might do that as well. So. That's where we'll be this weekend. Uh, which game did you say you were going to watch from the Man, campsite? Man, I'll probably watch the, the 3A Region 2s. You know, I'll probably mm-hmm. watch uh, the early game, Grandview Pottsboro, and then mm-hmm. uh, whatever's in between. And then at 7.30, I'll be dialed in the, to West Mount Vernon, man. Man, that's going to be – I, I might be dialed up on that one as well. I probably won't be out in Corsicana, but that's probably the game I'll have on my phone just on the side just watching that one. But – Really, really great slate of games this week. It'll be really, really exciting to cover. Still a lot of Central Texas football teams in the mix to win their regions and possibly get a chance to advance to the state championship games just three weeks away from the state final games over at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. So once again, that'll do it for us. Thank you for tuning in to episode 15 of the Central Texas Football Podcast covering the regional semifinals of the Texas high school football playoffs. Still, again, a lot of Central Texas football teams in the mix, so keep an eye out for... Uh, whichever game you go to, just to make sure to let us let us know where you go. Just email us or message us on our social media pages. Let us know where you're going, and just send pictures. Let us let us know about your experiences and what team you support, and we'll go from there. But thanks again for tuning out, tuning in, everyone, for the regional semifinal preview of the Central Texas Football Podcast. And for Kenny Heath, I'm Ryan Fox, and enjoy week 13 of the Tech or week 14 of the Texas high school football season.